Welcome to the Grand Piano. This is show number 001, The History of Piano in Sound, originally aired in the fall of 1998. You can find show notes and more details at www.parnassusrecords.com. That's P A R N A S S U S records.com. Hello, I'm Leslie Gerber, and welcome to the Grand Piano, a new series that will bring you all kinds of piano music, all kinds of pianos, and an exploration of this great and glorious instrument that I have enjoyed so much through my whole life, and I hope you have as well. And we're going to begin with an exploration of the origins and development of the piano, the way the instrument sounded at its very beginning. And the way it developed through its first couple of centuries, the man who built the first piano is absolutely known. His name was Bartolomeo Cristofori. He lived from 1655 to 1731. He started out as a harpsichord maker in Padua. Then he went to Florence, where he built his first piano after years of experimentation, about 1720. It was a kind of a primitive instrument. It had only 54 keys. It had the same kind of thin brass strings as a harpsichord had, and it didn't have any pedal at all. But it did have that wonderful ability to play a note louder or softer, depending on the player's touch. This was something that no harpsichord could do. The clavichord could do it, but that instrument was so soft that you couldn't hear it across an average room. The first person who wrote music specifically for this instrument. Was a composer named Ludovico Giustini. We don't know his dates, except that he lived during the 18th century, and he lived a few miles from Florence in the town of Pistoia. In 1732, only 12 years after Cristofori made his first piano, Giustini published a set of 12 sonatas in Florence. He called the pieces sonatas. They were actually what we would refer to now as suites because they were made up of dance movements. The music. Includes many dynamic markings and markings of expression that had never been used in harpsichord music because they wouldn't have been appropriate there. We're going to hear now on one of the first pianos ever made, the first music ever composed for the piano. This is the Sonata Number、no. Four in E Minor by Giustini, a piece in four movements: a prelude, a presto, a sarabanda, and a giga. And it's played for us by one of the great pianists of the 20th century, the late Mieczysław Horszowski, whose career lasted more than 90 years, almost to the day of his death at the age of 100. Horszowski fell in love with this Cristofori piano when he first played it at the Metropolitan Museum in 1952. He made this recording in 1977.
Well, we don't know for certain that that is the exact first piano ever built, but it was built right about 1720 when Bartolomeo Cristofori made the first piano in history. Music of Ludovico Giustini, his Sonata No. 4 in E minor, played by Mieczysław Horzhovsky. We're going to go forward in time now, not quite a century, but to Vienna at the time when it was the music center of the world and home to Haydn, Mozart, and shortly Beethoven. The Viennese fortepiano was known throughout the music world as an outstanding accomplishment, the strongest, the most varied in sound, and the one that everybody wanted to have. And we're going to hear now how that instrument sounded in chamber music of the time, music by the most prolific and most wonderful composer of piano trios, Joseph Haydn. This is Haydn's most famous trio, his trio number 39 in G major, a piece that ends with the famous Gypsy Rondo. And we're going to hear it played on instruments of Haydn's time, including a fortepiano built near the end of the 18th century by one Carl Schneider. This instrument, like some pianos of its time, had some special attachments that could produce sound effects you never hear on the modern piano. I won't give you any more of a hint than that, except that when you hear something strange during that gypsy rondo, it's not something going wrong with the recording or your radio. It's something that's built into the piano. Our performers at the Forte Piano, you get Dreyfus, the violinist is Edward Melkus, and the cellist Elizabeth Vogt.
Haydn's Trio Number no. 39 in G Major, played on instruments of Haydn's time. Huguette Dreyfus played a Carl Schneider forte piano. The violinist was Edward Melkus, the cellist Elizabeth Vogt. And those percussion effects you heard came from the Schneider forte piano. I'm Leslie Gerber, and you're listening to The Grand Piano. And coming up next, we're going to hear a truly historic instrument. This is a Broadwood piano, the exact same instrument that was given by the Broadwood Company to Beethoven and inspired much of his music with its great capacities. It had a larger keyboard than Beethoven's previous piano, and it could play louder, greater dynamic range, and it helped him conceive of and write some of the late piano music that was so characteristic of Beethoven in our thinking today. We're going to hear one of Beethoven's last pieces for the piano. It might have been his very last, in fact. This is the last of Beethoven's six bagatelles, opus 126, number six, and we'll hear it played on Beethoven's own Broadwood piano by pianist Andras Schiff.
Music of Beethoven, the Bagatelle, Opus 126, Number 6, played on Beethoven's own Broadwood Forte Piano by Andras Schiff. That instrument is now in the Hungarian National Museum. The last development in the piano before the modern Steinway with its steel frame and its huge structure was the piano developed by the Erard Company in France and also in England. This was a piano that had the features of the early instrument. It had a wooden frame. It had hammers made of leather instead of felt. But it was a larger piano. It had the so-called double escapement that enabled the pianist to play repeated notes more rapidly than you could on any other early piano. And it had a grand sound that really enchanted Chopin, who wrote for and played the Erard piano. And we're going to get a chance now to hear what Chopin's music sounded like on the piano he loved the most. This is a recent recording from one of the great Chopin players of our time, Emmanuel Axe, who has discovered and fallen in love with this historic instrument. And we're going to hear him playing Chopin's Andante, Spianato, and Grand Polonaise for piano and orchestra, one of Chopin's great showpieces. The Period Instrument Orchestra is the Orchestra of the Age of Enlightenment, conducted by Sir Charles McCarris.
Chopin's Andante Spionato and Grand Polonaise, played by Emmanuel X on the same kind of Erard Fortepiano that Chopin himself loved to play. Sir Charles McCarris conducted the orchestra of the Age of Enlightenment, and three weeks from now we're going to hear that same piece on a modern piano. Next week, the pianos will be modern, but the recordings will be historic as we hear composers at the piano. Thanks for listening to the Grand Piano Podcast. You can find show notes and more details at www.parnassusrecords.com. That's P-A-R-N-A-S-S-U-S-Records.com.